Hello, Euphorians. Hello, Euphorians. Live from New York City tonight. And Live I'm from New York. It. It's that's so euphoric. It is that's so euphoric. We're joined Ooh. here tonight with the guest star Meatball, the uh, the famous TikToker. TikToker. Amazing Meatball. Four million views. Praying that he is not annoying and like loud during this episode. He's ruined like every episode. <laughs> like, yeah, he's also our musical guest tonight, so he'll be doing a little little song and dance later. No, he won't. Sure, he, he might be. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't. Knowing him, he might be. <laughs> he might be doing a little screaming. He's a little vocal, but you know, what can you say? It's Sunday, and honestly, I feel like I... I'm, like, embodying Rue in that entire episode. I'm sweaty as fuck. Our apartment <laughs> is, like, I don't know what's going on, but the heat is on at, like, 105 degrees today. Yep. They're cranking it. It's cold outside. Great. It's, like, 20 degrees in New York right now, so I get it, but I also am just, like, really? And we're both extremely hungover. We went out Friday and Saturday night, like, every weekend. And, yeah, like, I, I've got to, like honestly get sam on speed dial i do not like this euphoria drop of the episodes on sunday because mm. we're always hung over and then we have to do the lord's work of reporting mm. on the episode yeah we need to talk to hbo about this <laughs> release schedule <laughs> we Let's really... see if we can get this switched around because this is not uh this isn't working you know we need we to get hbo on the home, line so we're in, in our home all day every day five days yes. a week so friday and saturday night we like have to go out it's non-negotiable no and it's like, we just live in hoodies all day. I've got, like, bags under my eyes. I'm always sweating. I have acne. I have a cold sore right now. Like, my life is just wow up in flames. Talk it up, girl. It is in flames. Podcasting but it is nowhere queen. near Rue's state of mind. No, nowhere. At least I'm not Rue. At least I'm not Rue. Better off than Rue. That's for sure. Also... Um, just, I was thinking about this the whole episode, I don't know if you were, like, I don't want to obviously, like, dive right in, but I was cracking up at all the talk about Dare last week, and how they were saying, like, drugs are so glamorized, uh, Dare, have you yeah. seen episode 5 of Euphoria? Are they watching the same show? Are they even watching the show? It's looking quite unglamorous to me. Yeah, well. His ass is about to get trafficked. Oh my god. Well, we'll should we? I'm honestly sweating my ass off. I feel like I need some champagne. Let's pop some champagne. <laughs> Yet again, we have failed to acquire cooks. It's uh, I know. You know There's uh, a cooks drought in New York City. After we talk to uh, after we talk to HBO about the release schedule, we also need to talk to uh, Constellation Brands about the cooks distribution. Uh, I'm scared. Whenever you pull the cork, I can't cover my ears because I have headphones on. I feel like we should just take a quick swig out of the bottle before we pour a glass. Since we're so like start us off. Yeah, since we're so like hungover, I feel like this is a vibe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a vibe. Yeah, we really need to talk to them. I can't believe we're uh, even drinking right now. They already missed a huge opportunity to market cooks alongside Euphoria after the appearance in season one. So I know. they're just like totally blowing it right now. Their distribution shit. Like Constellation Brands, like hook us up. Come on. I know. They really need to get us a, an ad. But yeah, anyways, so we are a little bit hungover and rough, but like we are here to deliver and do our best. Oh, I need to get a glass. You do. Oh, well, do. if you want any shrimp, you do. I know. I do. Because I'm fucking sweating. Thank you. Wow, what a pour. That's so nice. Might as well be generous. Yes, thank you. Well, let's cheers to a really fucking good episode. Wow. That's wild. So wild. So That's euphoric. euphoric. <laughs> Alright. Champagne is really hard to, like, to guzzle. Not that I'm, like, trying to guzzle it right yeah, now, but you know what champ. I mean. Like, 
Taking a big so giant sip is like not advised. Like I always end up like burping or something. It's not very ladylike of you to be guzzling. <laughs> yeah, because I'm so fucking like ladylike right now. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> this is the most ladylike. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you, where do we even start? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, on top of having like a party weekend, the most like incredible thing happened last night. It's fucking insane. Euphorians. Tell them all about it. I will paint the picture. So I dragged Alex to go see Casey Musgraves with me, which, by the way, was amazing. I don't know show. if dragged is the right word. I I like Casey Musgraves. I know, but you know good. what I mean. It's not like your usual it was a good scene. Show. No. Um, we had a little date night, but anyways, we were at Casey Musgraves at Madison Square Garden, and I ran into fans in the bathroom, and they fucking recognized who I was. So they so asked sick. because I was wearing the, the first time. The first time. Either of us have ever, ever been recognized. I was fucking floored. Like so that's so euphoric. And I, I, I get it because like I was all dressed up for the concert. I obviously didn't look like this. So like that's an occasion. This I is know. Like a, this is like a historical moment. Well, also shout out to Donnie Davy though because I was wearing her little like star mm. stickers that she did that Hunter mm. wears in season one. The little like decals, the mm. makeup decals, and so they picked those out and were like, "Are those Euphor like Euphoria branded?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then they started whispering, the two girls that noticed me, and they were whispering, and then they were like, okay, we have to ask you, do you have that one, like, Euphoria podcast? They were being all, like, shy about it, and I was like, oh my god, like, how did you recognize me? And then they pulled up our Instagram. It was adorable. I so, shout out to the two adorable ladies at MSG, and cheers That's to the them. Yeah, they absolutely. also looked so hot. Huge they had the best out. makeup. They were drunk. They were having fun. Like, they were just vibing, and we were all just like, it was a girl's bathroom moment. Um, not like Maddie and Cassie in the bathroom. Let's just say that. It was a good moment. It wasn't a dramatic moment. Dramatic. I can't speak. (laughs) Dramatic. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty fucking awesome. Meepal, are you rearranging here? Yeah, he's fine. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, that happened, which was insane. That's fucking nuts. So cool. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, if you ever see me in New York City, like, you better come up and say hi to me. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. At least in this stage. Maybe if we get really famous, we'll be like, please never approach us. <laughs> I'll be like, us, fuck off. Like... For right now, it is uh, very flattering. No, I would never do we that. You know me. I'd be so amped. But yeah, and Meepal just might be grooming this whole episode, but you know, he just wants to look He's his fine. best. He wants to look euphoric. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so what else? What else is new in the euphoria world? Anything crazy? I was going to give a, a big shout out to uh, the whoever is running the Euphoria social media account over at HBO mm. is doing a fantastic job. And if you're a Euphoria fan and you're not following that, you absolutely Of course they are. Be. Euphoria fans follow the official Euphoria account. Well, okay, I'm sorry. If you're a Euphoria fan and you're not recognizing the amazing comedic masterpiece that is their current social media, you are uh, really missing out because whoever is running it has run with this like almost like absurdly like <laughs> absurdly like simple brand of like like flat faced humor that's just fucking funny. Well, it's really like almost like, like they're stone like type of humor. It really get they like get me. I'm like, yes, this is good. Well, like for example, like the one that got us. Give me some good examples. Here. The one that got us like rolling on the fucking floor was the one about Ashtray. Yeah, here, give me some. Let me get some good well, examples. Well, it's kind of hard on the bed here. We don't really have the best setup here. Let's see. Yeah, let's get the. Let one me pull it. up the account. It says, <laughs> let me find it. I think it just says he. From the first episode, they posted one of Ashtray that said, like, he's eaten cigarettes. He's eaten those cigarettes or something. Well, I have to find it. 
That it's gonna take amazing. me a long time. Right, Internet's being mind. fucking slow right Go now. Go check it out. Yeah, but it's, it's fucking funny. The ashtray one's my favorite. It's the captions. But they're all really good. The, yeah, the captions are amazing. They're so fucking funny. I like that you're like they're amazing. I was like, is this person just stoned every day? Like, okay, like tonight is the caption. Just tonight. I'm <laughs> like, that's it. Love that. It's like minimalist. Literally, like so <laughs> minimalist. minimalist humor. Okay, here's ashtray. It says he's eating cigarettes. He's eating, that's genius. <laughs> and it goes so well with the photo because it's kind of a derpy photo, like of ashtray. You know what I mean? Though it's kind of derpy. Eating cigarettes. <laughs> oh, that's he eating cigarettes, and then there's like so many other funny ones. Like there's some gold in there. There's one of Maddie and Cassie that I in, oh this one. It's just Maddie and Cassie, and it says in love with Nate Jacobs. That's it. It's like. That's all you thought That's of. Great. I True. I wonder. They don't. They both are in love. Well, with I like how Jacobs. you're like. Oh, like I love this. I'm like, are they getting paid for this? Because they're not doing anything. Just... It's amazing. <laughs> it's like minimalist. Do you think it's like, like an intern? Humor. It must be like an intern. No, I think this is like calculated. I think this is intentional. Yeah, like, like a yeah. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah, I I'm th- here I for don't it. Think. I don't or know. or if I they're not it. trying to be funny, they could just be in our state of mind where they're like, God, I went out Friday night, Saturday night, and now I gotta fucking think of a caption like, for this shit. I don't know. He's eating cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In love with Nate Jacobs. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I mean, they are. It's uh, it's accurate. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So Big funny. Fan. Other than that, though, like cast wise, oh, McKay was trending on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, Big McKay moment. Yeah, I posted a lot that. of. A lot of discussion about whether McKay is an anti-vaxxer or not. Which is so dumb. And not McKay. Has, like, beef. Or, sorry. Yeah. Algie Smith. Algie but, yeah, Smith. I know what you mean. Maybe McKay, too, though. Maybe they did mean McKay as a fictional character. Luckily, like, COVID does not exist in the Euphoria universe Thanks so fucking far, God. So I'm so tired of talking or hearing way. about COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of discussion about that. Well, he was just trending because people are still, like, upset that he's not in the episodes. Yeah. And there's all these, like, theories going around about why he's, like, in the season less. Like, some people are obviously, like, he just got written off. Some people said there was beef. Yeah. Some people say he's an anti-vaxxer, so he couldn't be on set, like, enough. Like, Honestly, don't, don't really, really care. care. <laughs> all the love in the world to Algie, but I just, like, don't care. I'm... He's off in college, you know? Best wishes. He's having a good time in college. Yeah. He does not need to be a month. Like, look what the hell everyone's going through in this season. Like, Algie Smith's just like, I'm backing this one out. Like, I'm out. Yeah, good I'm in college. He deuces. Go, go enjoy a normal college <laughs> life, my dude. You yeah. made it out. Of if you could see high. how Cassie's doing right now, he certainly wouldn't be, like, down anymore. I don't no, think. He, he made it out of Euphoria High. Yeah, he's fine. Everybody calm down. He's in a good place. And, like, calm down on Hopefully. the anti-vax stuff. Who cares? Like, let him live his life. Not who cares, but, like... It's just, like, completely It's just fake news. You can't, like, like, just start talking about people's lives like that and, like, make assumptions. It's just, like, mad rumors flying around about the Euphoria set. All of a sudden, everyone's like, ever... This person walked off set. This person walked this off set. This person's pissed. This person, yeah. this person of beef. It's like, what... Where the fuck is this coming from? None of it's substantiated. I don't care. Then Barbie also was commenting on, like, the press, just, like, always talking about her body, which, like, I get. That poor girl, like, it's just annoying. It's annoying. It's just, like, shitty, like media stuff it's like yeah like what is the point of all these stories and it happens to you know obviously it's always women that have to go through this shit not always but mostly like it is (laughs) and it's like nothing works right like they have to talk shit on barbie's body and then they have to also talk shit on like sydney sweeney at the same time it's like 
They can't drop it. But there, it's not even like they always pose it like it's positive, and it's like no, how about you just don't talk about it at all. Exactly. Like, it's not that they're talking shit; it's that they're talking about it at all, and it's like why it's is irrelevant. this like worthy of writing an article about? Like, let's talk about her career. Let's talk about she's what she's doing in Euphoria. Fucking, let's talk about Cat. She's like, just fucking existing. Like, yeah, and it does suck too because so think about it this way too. Her character in the show, yes, is going through body issues, but that's not who the actor is. So it's like, that's not relevant to like her right. life. So just shut up. So she was just posting about that. And I was like feeling angry for her because that would just really piss me off. Yeah, same. Same with Sydney Sweeney. Black. Hers was like a little different, but she was just saying like, it's interesting how this season everyone's like, oh my God, like Emmy performance, like Sydney Sweeney. And like, I don't. I get it. Like, she is a little more emotional this season, but she's like, I was, like, also, like, really good in season one, too. And, like, people weren't yeah. really, like, appreciating her craft. All they can talk about are, like, her body and, like, her tits. And it just gets old. It's like, can we, like, focus on these women's careers and I'm just gonna stop? I'm going to call you out every time you talk about Sydney Sweeney's tits from now on. Well, no, here's the thing. I'm There's, just kidding. No, I'm kidding. but I, I, as a I, woman's a woman, like, yes, like, of course. Like, these girls on this show are hot. Like, they're awesome like yeah they fucking rock their shit but like it's not what we talk about yeah, all the time rock your shit girl rock your shit women <laughs> <laughs> euphoria girls but like you know what i mean like they do they're hot shit but like that's not what the whole show is about so it's just like right let's just stop the talk yeah other than that though i think that's it for like euphoria like fiery news yeah. do you have anything else the only other thing I'm i was kind of rearranging here what's her name chloe cherry doing like a thing with id magazine and she mentioned that her character's full name is faye valentine which is a reference to uh cowboy bebop which i didn't know and i feel stupid for not thinking of that earlier but oh, that's kind of cool it's super cool cowboy bebop. Character. i stopped watching that show i know don't hate me yeah hey write in and tell Paige that she needs to watch more than the first episode of cowboy bebop i'm watching death amazing. note and i love that yeah we've been watching death note all day today yeah all day very stoned yep but all right cool well should we get on to the episode i think we have to sweet this well, one was jesus i need a big gulp of this <laughs> what, what before i even start this honestly is, um... i also want to put it on i guess because we should be watching it as we go because i'm there was just so much on. going on in this episode i can't even keep up i was sweating this was crazy yeah, it was nice what's it called what's the title again um it's called still like a hummingbird which is a reference to a book by the author henry miller um i actually haven't read any of his books but i've okay. heard a few of them especially like sexist and tropic of cancer is supposed to be amazing but i haven't gotten around to oh okay yeah so i am unfamiliar he used to he dated marilyn monroe and i think they were married Oh, shit. Okay. Um, this is a book that I believe is based on his real life experiences. And I, like I said, I haven't read it. But the summaries online seem to mention that it talks about some really, like, low times in his life. But I don't know enough specifics to, like, connect it to this yeah. episode in any way. But there you go. Totally got it. Well, wow. Um, I will say this. I know, like, I've constantly praised Zendaya, but holy fucking shit. Her performance in she this was, was out of control. Yeah, very she's good. like leveled up. Like as if last season that was already like so good, but this was like a whole other like side of Zendaya. And 
I always, I think I have mentioned this before as well, but you don't, like, know Zendaya as, like, Disney. So, for me to see her like this is different than, like, your perspective. Right. You're, like, kind of watching her for the first time on I've screen. I've only seen her in Euphoria and in the Spider-Man movies. And she really doesn't get to do much in the Spider-Man movies. No. Like, she's cute in them and stuff, but, like, it's just very different. It's not, yeah. like, high emotions or anything. Right. But, yeah, seeing her come from, like, Shake It Up to this shit is, like... It's really, it is really cool. It's this was pretty hard. Most Disney stars don't really get to that either. So I'm like, yeah. goes in Daya for like breaking the glass. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this like, like if out. she doesn't win an Emmy, I mean that's just bullshit. This is like a very good performance. She for sure should, I would say. And the mom and Gia, I mean all of Storm. Yeah, this was brutal. Really intense. So savage. The mom having to like physically like protect Gia, like. Literally, and the like mom having slapped to, like, Rue. Slap Rue, but not even like out of anger, but like out of being like leave your sister alone. Yes. Like cause she's still like the mother to like the sister to Gia. She has to like protect her ass, like because Rue's going off on her. She's like. going off. Well, what happens is right. She well, it starts out the mom's like, "You're doing drugs," and then immediately Rue's like, "Gia, what the fuck?" Because of that conversation they yeah, had about right, the weed. Right. She tries to play it off like it's the weed and use the cover. So it's like intense, but it's also so sad because once again. We have to sit and watch how it affects her family members, and Gia in particular, it's just really sad, because she, like, really, you can just see it in her eyes. She cares so much what Rue thinks of her, and it makes me sad that she was like, Mom, tell her, like, tell her I didn't, like, snitch, like, tell her, like, it just makes you, like, your heart break for her, because she wants, she wants, like, I feel like she wants, like, a... What am I trying to say? Like, not camaraderie, but, like, she wants, like, a good sisterhood with her sister. I don't think she's ever, like, she's never shown any sign of, like, hating Rue or, like... Well, as the younger sister, you kind of always want your older sibling's approval in some way. Like, and she, like, Rue did, like, fake trust her with this, like, info about her smoking weed. And she wants to, like, Rue to know that she didn't betray her, like, trust, even though that was all, like, bullshit. Like, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was really heartbreaking to watch. I just, I don't know. I have little sisters myself, so it just made me sad that, like, she was so worried about Rue, like, thinking that she snitched on her. But things get escalated. The first, like, half hour, 20 minutes or whatever is just, uh, like... Her, like, throwing shit around, too. Absolutely, like, savage to every member of, like... Every person that she cares about in her life, her just, like, eviscerating all of them. Yeah, and let me get this straight. So, is this, is the reason she's withdrawing because she did all those drugs that night or whatever, and then she woke up and the suitcases, like, like, how often do you have to be, like, doing those type of drugs? Because I was a little confused. Clearly, right now, she has to be doing them pretty often. Yeah, so do you think she's just upped her dosage? Because I was a little confused. But she doesn't have the suitcase, and... Yeah, so... Well, I thought she was freaking out the suitcase, because she's like, I need... I'm gonna get fucked. Like, I don't... No, she doesn't even... She's well beyond caring about that, as we saw. She had no plan to sell them. We already called this out in So she's freaking out of the suitcase just because she wants the pills? She just wants the drugs. Damn, I thought it was because she was terrified that she was gonna get, like, trafficked. No, we already, like... We already have established that she had zero plan to sell the drugs. She got the suitcase just to do all the drugs and was always just, like, had zero... She didn't have a plan. She got the suitcase to do the drugs, and... 
She's freaking out because she wants to do, to do the drugs. Well, like, she is just tearing the fuck up out of this house. She's knocking dresses over. If she had over. any concern for, like, what was going to happen to her, she never would have gone back to that house in the first place. Yeah. At the end of the episode, unless she had that money. Like, she also just wouldn't have even started doing the drugs out of the suitcase if she gave a shit about, like, yeah, the repercussions. Right, exactly. So. Well, I, I guess now I feel stupid. I thought the whole time she was just like, oh, my God, like, I need the money. Like, I'm going to get fucked. But I, I guess it's just because she literally just wanted to get high. She doesn't really <laughs> I'm laughing at that deer in Gia's. Yeah, dude. Gia's, Gia's got that like giant deer. ass like Bambi deer in her room. That's nice. I kind of love it. Yeah, I like that. That's oh, a cute Gia, deer. that is really cute. Her nice. and her little deer. Cool. Cool. It'd be cool. fun to sit on that. <laughs> okay. She might well, be a little big. Like a horse, but... like yeah. Like she's a little big for that, but okay, All but right. it's in her room. But yeah. Well, very, anyways. very intense. She also kicks a fucking hole through Gia's door. She breaks the whole door down eventually. Yeah, this isn't season one where she's just rap a tap tapping at the Fezco's door. She's kicking. Man, she busts the whole house <laughs> she down. She busts it down. So then there's the big reveal that, uh, you big know, reveal. The big reveal that Elliot and Jules are present. And that also, that was like. Jules is the one that. You know, Jules is the one that, that ratted her out. Ratted her out to her mom. But um, I don't know about you too, like brilliant writing because I would have never have thought that whole scene. I didn't think once that Jules would have been the one to tell her. And not only that, I didn't think she was in their fucking house for all that. No, me either. And I think uh, that's that was like well done. A big shout out to um, to Jules and Elliot because that's like that takes so much like courage to be there for that and to have to like see the repercussions of what you did like firsthand and get like screamed at in the face and told like the most awful stuff like it's the right thing to do but that's so hard like they didn't have to do that they could have just told the mom but like, yeah it's like so well, it's like there, there's it no sucks. cowardice there like they like went there yeah. to like face the consequences of what they were doing and boy did they well and it sucks <laughs> and no one wants to rat on anyone well i hope right like alex not always joke we fucking hate like rats like that's just if you're a rat like you're dead to me not in this context yeah, but right. in life in general Baru's gonna die like, no i know but i'm to, saying so. but i'm saying but with that in in the back of your head it's like you said it takes a lot of courage to be like i have to put aside this idea that like i'm being a rat right now and just realize this is like so important and right. if i don't i'm gonna lose like the one they're like I potentially love. saving her life and so yeah. scary though also uh yeah points points to elliot again despite me not liking him earlier in the season at least he's shown that like he is like he cares he's a pretty stand-up dude to like be there for this like is <laughs> hardcore a part of me also thinks though in a sweet way he obviously wanted to be there for Jules as well because that sucks to have to take that all at once. Like, no, meaning, you don't he think wasn't, so? I don't think so because he wasn't there for Jules. I actually thought it was kind of shitty. Like, and I don't blame him because he just got he feels bad about what he did. But he like leaves after Rue like rips him. He's not True. there for Jules, and then True. he's outside alone smoking. Like, he but was also not maybe he's being like of Jules. maybe I thought that he was just wants shitty. to give her space though. I mean, that's a lot. Like, that's not an easy like. Hey, let's chat about this. Like, maybe he was just like. You just got like publicly humiliated by your girlfriend, right? Know, in that's front a of good me. time for your, for a friend for him to that's just step true. up and be like supportive of Jules, like during that time without like ulterior motives. You know, I don't know. I don't hold it against him because he just got ripped too, and he clearly, as a as a fellow drug user, he feels like super bad. About yeah. Like, well, of course too, because he's kind of like and the even reason. Says, I like even... I liked Rue better, like the other way. Like he didn't like like doing this, and it's not like fun obviously to get ripped apart like that no not at all um 
But yeah. yeah, like props for like showing up at all and taking the beating, you know. For sure. Yep. I literally have my foot in Alex's face. I apologize. <laughs> my back hurts. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, it stinks. Too. I know. I'm like sitting in a weird position. Smells okay, but like yeah. Blue so wrapped in hot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's hot know. in here. I know. I'm sorry. Our know. apartment is scalding. I feel like I'm in a fucking like warehouse or something. Like with the heat on. I don't know. Not a not a hot warehouse. A hot fucking warehouse. I hate when you're in a hot warehouse. <laughs> I don't know why I said Is that. that. A place you've been? I'm like, just picturing me like working in, in a really, warehouse like, and getting like sweaty. Warehouses? I feel like warehouses you just think of like sweat and like misery, and that's how I feel. Huh, I guess. Um the other thing I was <laughs> gonna say, yeah. Anyways, back to Sunday's performance. I feel like also the they talked about this in the behind the scenes, but like the look on her face when she finds out it is Jules, she acted mm-hmm. that part so well because that would be the most like jarring humiliation. I know she's like oh, too yeah. fucked up to even really feel the humiliation, but you can see it in her face because her mom's like, are you embarrassed? Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah, she's embarrassed. Like oh, she yeah. did such a good Big job time. of showing that initial just like horror of like, not only did Jules see this, but Elliot, like someone who really doesn't even know me, but just someone, saw also like the most vulnerable. Definitely, clearly had like a crush on, like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like bad. Yeah. Just all around, bad. like, can you imagine how awful you'd feel if that was you? Ooh. Yeah. But what she does here to Jules is really, really hard to watch. But I will say, Jules is a rock. She's like, the fact that she keeps saying like "I love you." And, like, repeats it over and over. Like, I'm not going to take your bullshit. Yeah, she just understands. She knows that, like, this isn't, like, really Rue. Like, yeah, she knows the real Rue. Yeah. Where Elliot does not. He's like, I liked Rue, like, before. It's like, well, duh. Yeah. Of course you liked Rue listening to, like, Bob Marley and smoking in your room and, like, playing Truth or Dare. Like, yeah, yeah right, no shit. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody likes that Rue. Yeah. But, yeah, um, the mom also... I mean, you just feel for her as a parent. This would just be so fucking shitty. I mean... That would be horrible. It, and it's hard because, like... Especially all the stuff about her being at fault. Like, all the all the blame Rue's laying on her for it being her fault, not even about the dad. It's just, like... Yeah. You get to use Which is harsh because the mom... To, like, for your shitty parenting, like... Well, also very harsh because the mom, from what we've seen, has done really nothing, like... I don't want to say nothing wrong. Every parent does shit that's wrong. But she's, for the most part, been very level-headed nah, and I mean, not, like... I was just ripping people left and right just in any way she reason. can. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be based on anything real. Ooh, but yeah, so, this is just go. a dark fucking, very well-done yeah. scene, though. And then this made me really sad, though. A lot of the parts where I, like, broke down are any time that she gets like this. And I, I was going to ask you what you thought. Do you think, like... Because she's in such a manic state. Is she, like, faking this shit when she's like, I miss my dad. I wish my dad was here. Do you think that really is, like, her going through the motions of, like, first she's angry, then she's sad, then she's embarrassed, then she's sad, then she's angry. No, because it doesn't serve her in any way to do that. Like, she doesn't get drugs or what she wants out of doing that. So I think it is just what she's going through. That broke my heart. That was really sad. Because then you just see that she doesn't even care who's in the room anymore. She's that low that, like... She's saying stuff like, she just wants to die. I mean, triggering stuff. Like, very deep, serious, very sad shit in this episode. Like, I'm not even being, like, funny about it. Like, it is, like, a very dark, intense I mean, this is the lowest that we've seen Rue yet, like... The lowest. Yeah, for sure. sure. Oof. So, there you go. They, uh... 
they want to head off to the hospital slash rehab. Oh, wait, and... sorry. Not to cut you off, but I just noticed, too. I thought that was really symbolic when they showed, like, her hoodie. I wonder if Gia's going to, like, burn it or something. Oh, really? When she looked at it, I was like, is she, like... Oh. I don't think she actually is. But I didn't I was think like, she... What's I didn't she, like, anger. looking at it like that for, like... I think she was looking at it, like... Should I pack it? Should I not? Like, is this uh, yeah. going to be too much? Like, dad's sweater being packed in the rehab bag? Like, yeah, right. I think it was more that, but you might be right. That's I don't all know. I meant by that was, like, maybe she's, like, it's just, like, unhealthy the way Rue's, like, attached to this, and it would be yes. better if it didn't exist anymore. But I don't know. That's just, like, bullshit. Yeah, but I did like that they, like, showed that, because that made me, like, even feel kind of like, oh, like, the hoodie. <laughs> I miss, like, yeah. Rue's hoodie. <laughs> yeah, so then Rue uh, decides halfway there that she's having none of that she hops out of the car and then <laughs> i'm also laughing that elliot decides this is the greatest time to like <laughs> uh blow on a cigarette like yeah, why did i say blow on a cigarette is that a thing? <laughs> light up a cigarette that's a really weird blow way to... on a cigarette so you don't really blow on a <laughs> <No>. cigarette <laughs> i don't know why i said that yeah, I, my so, brain is right. so jumbled i mean i don't blame him i would uh probably need a cigarette after i get it i'm just joking though because they are you have to remember they're in high school and i just think it's funny because it's like the mom's still there yo and he's just outside like puffing on a cigarette (laughs) i don't know there were a lot of kids in my high school that smoked cigarettes yeah i mean me too but not in front of like parents but there were some yeah but i just thought that was i don't know i just kind of chuckled i think the mom was like really after all that yeah that's true i bet she she wishes rue was a chain smoker if anything yeah right so, uh, Rue jumps out of the car, and then the rest of the episode is one giant foot chase. Well, um, also, she admits to her mom and sister, which is kind of huge, that she's relapsed ever since she got home, which yeah, I think to right. them was very shocking, because they right, thought... Right, right, They thought she was clean for a good while. Also, I'm sorry, I keep having these, like, sporadic thoughts, but I also thought it was sad that Rue confronted Jules for the first time, because in the special episodes, they don't... They show us a little bit about their conversation about the train finale scene where, you know, Jules leaves her at the train station. And I thought it was, like, a very significant moment to point out that moment when she, like, says, like, you left me at my lowest fucking point. Yeah. Like, you did this. Like, it kind of sucks that I had to come out in that fashion, but... I thought that was, like, really sad. It had to come up, you know. It did, but I'm saying she's clearly been bottling that up, which yeah, is sad. Right, of course. It hasn't, like, she hasn't fully forgiven her for that, clearly, since it's coming up again. Yeah, or it's just an easy target, you know. Easy to say she's that. She's just to, pulling out anything she can to, like, to hurt, people. hurt these people right now. So, yeah, of course, so that's, she, like, this scene's win. intense when she gets out of the car. So, yeah, then she gets out of the car. She almost gets hit by a bunch of cars. She runs away. This, uh, the whole second half of this episode really reminded me of, uh, a black exploitation movie called Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Which is, uh, like, basically, like, partway through that movie, the main character is, like, hunted by the police in L.A. and decides that he needs to get to Mexico, and then he just inexplicably, like, starts running, and he just runs from L.A. to Mexico. <laughs> like, he just Do takes off. they show off. all of it? Uh, they show a lot. There is a long, there are long, long scenes where he is just like fucking running, and it's like pretty funny because <laughs> um, you're just like, damn, he's really just gonna run. Runs he's just gonna from, keep running. He's just gonna run all the way from LA to Mexico, and then he does, and it's yeah. completely ridiculous. Uh, but and this kind of reminded busing. me of that, like 
The yeah. whole episode is just someone just fucking just running. running. Also, that's tiring. That was, this must have been a really exhausting episode to film and to act because like it's really physical. Like there's just a lot of movement. You're like, yeah, this type of scene to shoot would be really hard. Like the car one, I was like, shit, that'd be hard to like plan that. Like how do you like? Oh yeah, to coordinate all the cars and traffic and stuff with nuts. people around. That's like a safety nightmare. Yeah, I shared it on our Insta story though. Zendaya's uh, like stunt double was really cute and was like stoked because once again, Euphoria is really good at picking people that are like not already famous. And she said she had never done any stunt work before, so this her double was like first timer, like funny. running through those cars and shit. So that wasn't. There was one time when I was like, that's not her. Really? You could tell? There's one moment when she's getting chased by the cops and she does like a parkour jump like over a wall. And And I was like, like, Ruth's like barely like (laughs) able to run right now. She's like falling apart. Like there's no way she was able to like leap over that wall like that athletically. But it was only that one time. But great work. pretty believable. The shots were really cool. Like when the cars crashed, those, oh, well that's later. But when the two cars, like, crash and shit, I was like, this is literally, like, I have palpitations. Like, this is not good. I'm sweating. Like, this is. So Rue's running all over town. She goes to see uh, Fez. He's not home. She goes to see Lexi. She gets into Lexi's house. This is so great. This was a good, I like how Euphoria, too, consistently always knows when to drop in, like, the comedic moments. Like, it's never Mm. out of poor taste. Yeah, agreed. you can go from such a dark, fucked up moment to like laughing and being like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious." Yeah, this episode, uh, I thought this episode looked really good too. Yeah, and it did. Especially the scenes in the Howard house look great. Like the lighting, they really capture like the like the warmth. Yeah, uh, it's super like filmy. A lot of like grain. Doesn't it like, also? The oh, Howard house is so. Why do the Howards have the best fucking lighting? They really do. I also like that the balloons are all still there from the birthday party. They have the greatest (laughs) fucking lights in this home. They have all these crazy, like, big, like, ball lamps with, like, cherubs and, like, I don't know, statues and stuff. It's fucking awesome. Sydney and Lexi's room is also, like, Yeah, they have two great ones in their room, and then there's two great ones in the entryway, and they've got crazy wallpaper and shit. Like, this is a good house. I was gonna ask you, so... Are we, am I stupid? Does, does Rue live so close to the Howards that, like, the Howard mom went in the kitchen that fast and called her mom and was like, Rue's here? Well, they were probably out driving around. True. So. Not to be, like, I annoying, guess, but I was pretty surprised. I was like, damn, her mom got there in, like, I a minute. I guess, hypothetically, they were, like, nearby <laughs> or they yeah. were potentially already, like, heading that direction knowing Rue might go there. I think they're But close. I agree, it's maybe, like, a little bit of a stretch for how yeah. fast they got there. Well, it's close, though, because, like, she goes to Lexi's to get p- pissed in season one. Like, it's obviously, like, a quick bike ride away. Right. So it probably wasn't that hard. But Miss Howard, man, she always carries. She is so fucking she's funny. She's such a mess. <laughs> she's a mess, but, like, in such a great way. Yeah, like, I love Miss Howard. She gets some good lines here, for sure. So good. But this White is... wine queen. She's desperate. She's, like, going into their shit she's to ste- get... Oh, yeah, she's stealing their shit. She's well, I'm laughing, too, because I'm like, they're not, like... Like, those hoops she stole, I'm like... They're not, they're not, they're not, like, rolling in the dough. Like, Miss Howard's yeah. wearing, like, crazy TJ right Maxx, now. like, juicy couture, like. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing, like, the Nordstrom rack, like, juicy sweatsuit. Oh, speaking like, of the juicy, uh, juicy sweatsuit. Oh, no my punch God. <sighs> yeah. We just watched The Click. So. The worst movie <laughs> in the world. to a just horrible movie. If any of our Euphoria fans want to watch, like, the most horrendously awful movie, 
look up the click and just I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's so bad. Yeah, it taught me off too. I need some more. I can't believe I'm even drinking this much champagne for how hungover I feel, but sometimes you just have to rally in life. It's an easy drinker after. It also feels odd being like, sometimes you have to rally in life as Rue's like literally sitting here like (laughs) about to like, she has like withdrawals and I'm like. So it pops off at the Howard house. And Lexi, the only smart one around, knows right off the bat that, like, what's going on? Everyone else is like, oh, hey, Rue, what's up? (laughs) Once again, though, Lexi's always the observer. She's, like, the oldest. She's the most mature. So she knows something's up. Yeah. Um, So this is literally the most quintessential, like, the best thing I think I've ever seen in Euphoria is we never, I, I don't know about all of you listening, I never in a million fucking years would have thought Rue was the one to rat out Cassie. Right, I didn't ever. expect it. They had laid the groundwork with her seeing the her seeing uh, Cassie getting. Yeah, but Rue never gets but... involved in drama, so you're always like, well, of course she's not going to say right. shit. Right, right. But right. this was I didn't like see that perfect. Yeah. Once again, and also writing so good. If Cassie just kept her mouth shut. It never would have happened. Like Cassie just gave Rue a reason. I know. Completely unnecessary. So this whole scene is just fantastic. Maddie being like, wait. Like, when was this? And the mom's like, can we stop? Like, this is about, like, Rue. She's literally, like, having drug withdrawals. She's can like, we not talk about your sex life? Yeah. yeah, there's some pretty funny lines during this, especially from Miss Howard, who's like, this is an intervention. Yeah, she's like, this is an intervention, ladies. Like, we're not talking about your sex life. And Maddie's yeah. like, no, listen up. Like, <laughs> I'm literally gonna murder you. She, no, she was like, when she said she was like, I'm about to get violent. Is Maddie going to literally try to murder Cassie? She's got a gun, and it, it seems like she, she has a gun. She doesn't have a gun? In the next, in the preview for the next episode, it seems that Maddie has a oh, gun. Oh, you're right. No, I think that has to do they with Nate. They show the gun no, with it's the Nate. disc. It's Nate. She's going to threaten him with it. Where does Nate get a gun? We haven't seen Cal or Nate have I'm not gun. saying... I mean, I I'm don't... sure Cal has a gun. He seems like the type. This is what but... I'll say. I think Maddie, we're seeing a little bit of a tiny character evolution. You know, she's evolving. I don't... I think once the steam blows off, she won't be as hard on Cassie as she will Nate. I think Nate, she's going to double the fuck down. Because remember, she was like, oh, you just wait till... I don't think so. In this scene, she even says, did you hear? She's like, because they were like... She says something. She's like, just wait till, like, I confront Nate about this. Like... I think she's going to go after both of them equally hard. Yeah, and I... I told Alex, like, Maddie is so my energy. Like, this is exactly how I would act and have acted toward certain situations in my life. Like, I love that Maddie's just not afraid to, like, get in a girl's face and be like, you don't fucking cry. Look yeah. me in the eye right now. Like, stop crying. Yeah, of course. This isn't Classic. about you. Because I always saw Alex, my biggest pet Cassie's peeve. Cassie's playing victim. Like, yes. My biggest whatever. pet peeve is when girls do wrong and they cry. Ooh, boo it's like, they play the victim up. and they're the villain. It's like, you're the fucking yes, villain Yes, just own it. You are not the victim, you're the villain. Like, like be sorry you. and show remorse, but crying is not the way. Yeah, stand up and, like, own your shit. Be like, like yeah, I did that and I'm a shit person and I'm sorry. Yeah. Crying, though? Get the fuck out. So. Yeah, fuck off. Cassie, like, ugh. Cassie, she's letting me down this season. Oh, and yeah. she was getting Big a little time. defensive. Like, she gets I know. defensive. Bitch, you have no place saying anything It's here. mean, because it's like, you know, even though Nate is a piece of shit, and we all hate him, Maddie loved him, and they were dating. They have history. So, like, this isn't just like a, oh, you fucked, like, your best friend's fling. It's like, you fuck your best friend's, like, love, like, her first love. Like, that's bad. It's bad. Yep. bad news bears. Yep. Cassie is in... The jail cell. Yep, yep, <laughs> it's in yep. trouble. 
Well, yeah, yeah there we go. So that happens. Rue goes to Fez's. And, Do you think, you know, Le- uh, sorry, not to go back to the whole Cassie-Nate triangle, but, like, Lexi looked pretty shook, too. Do you think she didn't know? No, there's no way she knew. Nobody she knew. She was like, holy. Nobody knew. <laughs> I know, but Lexi's face was like, you could see those wheels churning. She's like, this will oh, be for great sure. for the play. Yeah, great material. <laughs> great material. For but yes, yeah, sorry. They get to Fez's. Yeah, Rue tries to steal the grandma's medicine. Fez is like, nah, that's wrong on principle. Of course, because that's so fucked. Ashtray's in the back watching. I love that they're always just watching, like, movies. Oh, are they watching something? There's no way we're going to be able to figure out what this one is because they only show like a second of it. Ashtray's watching a movie in the background and all they show is a man screaming for like 0.5 seconds. So if anyone can figure out what that is, like insane props. Um, I'm couple... not even going to try with this no. one. But we I have do a couple love Twitter that they... followers that find out this shit though. Yeah, I really do love that this is like an ongoing thing. It's like in the in the Fezco household, there's always some like weird old movie on, yep. which I really like. They're not just watching like basic shit. They're always watching something old and like nah. obscure. They Netflix and chillin', but not Netflix because. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, Fez kicks her out. Then yeah, it's also sad because Fez thing. has to like fight her. He has to like put her in like a. Uh, he like just has cho- to carry her out. Like. I know, but it's funny. He's like, oof, oof. And I also, this is really immature of me, but I kind of laugh because, like, his whitey tighties were, like, hanging out. You could see his butt. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's a white boy <laughs> gangster, of course. He's always got to have I know, but I was like, oh. Low riders. I just, like, how I noticed that, though. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, like, Fesco's little butt. It's out. His little butt. Fesco's little butt. His little butt. It's out to say hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, weirdo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, but all the ladies are, like, loving on Angus, which I don't blame them these days, so, like... He's cute. He has an appeal. I yeah, but appeal. you know what I mean? He's been getting a shit ton of press, which he should. He's great. Good. His social media... Yeah, there it is. There's the movie. Just yeah. so, some guy thrashing around in the water. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's, look like, at it. See, there's Piranha his butt sagging out. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh... His social media is great. His Twitter and stuff. His live so tweeting. Funny. Oh, you know what I should do? Let's He's let's see. Live tweeting hilarious. Yeah, shit. let's see if there's any funny ones. He's you always keep... talking about how his manager wants to take away his Twitter because he's know. So, so like. I'm gonna unfiltered. pull up his Twitter right now and see if he said Which anything funny. Which would be a funny. massive mistake because it's amazing for his career. I know. Like let like him tweet. Such a character. Let the guy live. Let him tweet. Yeah. He said, "Gives and Dea her Emmy now in all caps." Agree with that. Yeah. Let's see what else he said tonight. This episode had me holding my breath every three seconds. <laughs> same. Same. Mm. That bird, a drug dealer, too? Cracking mm, up. Yeah. What's we'll he get, talking about? We'll get to the birds later. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh my god, one of his tweets just says, that lady's voice is so interesting. Laugh out loud. He's talking about the yeah. drug dealer. Yeah, she's... Uh, I'm still trying, trying to fucking figure out what I've seen her in. But she is, like, perfect for this role and is so, like, menacing and scary. That's funny. Well... He said, Rue really be given zero fucks. Yep. He goes, my mama would have smacked the orange out of me if I acted like that. <laughs> Hashtag <orange>. euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What does that Aww. even mean, the orange? He's also really cute. He said, this That's is how funny. my manager be acting when I tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is funny. Wow. I could read these all night, but he has a lot. I would oh, love oh to be his manager. His first tweet says, fuck, I forgot to pay my HBO bill. Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> i That's love good. him anyways it's also pretty funny that he's on euphoria and doesn't get free hbo like come on do you not get like, also, like do you not get an account okay but he's also doing enough press where like there's show. no way he can't afford like oh i know it's just funny um yeah he's a he's a real character I'm trying to rearrange here without spilling my champagne 
So after Fezco, what's next? Where does she go? So then she goes and robs this house. There's not too much to talk about here. No. One thing I will bring up is that at the end of the episode, they were uh, they do like their little special behind the scenes thing, and the director of photography was talking about basing a lot of this episode on photography. Oh, and there's, okay. like, a really interesting shot during this where they show out on the tennis court out back of this house that there's, like, a coyote standing there. Um, oh, really? And that definitely reminds me of a photograph I've seen, but I don't know. I have no clue, like, the artist or the oh, name or anything. That's so cool. if anybody knows of, like, a, a distinctive, like, you know, famous photograph of, like, a coyote like that. Like, Interesting. In a weird, like, I thought it was just another dog. Situation. I wasn't, like, paying attention, so I'm glad you caught that. I'm pretty sure it's a coyote. That's cool. Well, speaking of dog, we do have something to talk it's about in the scene. Are creepy. you kidding? How cute well, is that dog? Yeah, the dog's pretty what cute. What was his name? Hank? Oh, there's the coyote. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. weird. He's just standing there. It's real creepy. He's like totally just like standing stiff in the middle of the tennis It's floor. like a it's toy weird. one almost, it looks And they like. make like a point to like focus on that and it doesn't, there's no real reason for it. But that really, I was like, this is what they're That's talking cool. about. Like that was definitely based on something. You were also joking about the safe in the, in the room, how you're like, people always pick the worst fucking safe. Well, like don't have a safe if your code's one, two, three, four, five. You, <laughs> right. Why would you bother to have a safe if you're just going to pick a code like one, 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 one. Like, the dog is really on. cute in this though. I was like, oh. The dog's great. Also. Speaking of dog and just everything, so many pet appearances in this episode. The most we animals we've ever birds. got. Birds. We got chickens. chickens. We got dogs. We got cats. Also, if Tons anyone knows, we got a squirrel statue. Do our listeners know anything about your chicken obsession? I don't know. I love chickens. Um, yeah, I'm like, is that something you're okay with discussing yeah, on the pod? I know you like I to keep your life private, no, but I feel no. like the chickens have to be I love spoken chickens. about. I draw chickens. <laughs> uh, big chicken Illuminati is a thing. So Alex like, literally prints these stickers. If you know, you know. He prints these stickers that say big chicken Illuminati, and he sticks them everywhere we go. It's like kind of stupid, but... I kind of love it. That's all I will say about that. I love chickens. Yeah, it's, it's very um, So secret. I was stoked to see some chickens appear in this episode. And parrots and all the all the crazy shit. But yeah, Rue running too. It just looks like she's constantly like having to take a shit. Like the way she's running. I picture that like yeah. being a, like you're running to make it to the bathroom. Yeah, pretty much. It just made me feel sick. Especially because I'm hungover the whole time. I was just like, oh God. So yeah, Rue runs all over the place. She gets accosted by the cops. She goes through a crazy backyard. <laughs> the cops thing like, was kind of weird. A backyard like parkour chase through like multiple homes. It's like a Jason Bourne like scene. Like why were the cops so weird backyards though? Backyards and shit. Because they're fucking cops. Like that's, that's so unfortunately classic. like realistic. That if you're just minding your own business and you throw up on the street, which is not a crime, of course yeah. some cops are gonna like try to chase harass you. you and give you a hard time about it. That's it's why like, I was laughing. I was what, like, I can't what? fucking throw up on the street. Also, I was like, are you fucking deaf? He's like, what did you say? What did you say? Like, he says it, like, four times. I'm like, hey, pig, can you not hear? (laughs) Yeah, what? Did your ears get chopped (laughs) off? I'm going fucking home. Yeah, her throwing up was kind of funny, but yeah, I was like, just leave her alone. She's just throwing up on it's the just street. A teen it's not girl. a crime. It's gotta throw up on the street. Like, so God, what? Maybe she's got the flu. Maybe she's hungover. Fuck off. Also, if you were a a normal fucking human being and you saw a teenage girl throwing up, you would your instinct wouldn't be to chase her down. You'd want to be like, oh my god, are you okay? Like, oh I know. You of know course, what I mean? instead they initiate some massive yeah. foot chase. <laughs> like it's like a robbery or something. Oh, Acting like this is like calling all the troops. Like everybody get here. Like let's I corner know. this bitch. Like 
it's preposterous it's completely ridiculous but it's also realistic because that is how the cops fucking act so. yeah a lot of car hopping i was like jesus she ca- jumps over so yeah, many cars she bit by one of those dobermans I know. so she's running through all the back alleys running past Falls on cacti. people and stuff running through the the quinceanera you know busting up that oh but we were saying it gets kind of like criminal because she literally causes a car crash so if anyone's hurt like that's on her yeah she definitely commits like a pretty serious crime due to the car do you think they'll follow up with that do you now that's what i was gonna ask you do you think after all this it's it'll all just depend if she ever gets caught or not like i know but i'm saying do you think they'll even bother like looking into this they kind of just leave when she gets in that trash they don't really have a way to look into it because they have no clue as to like her identity so they it would be hard for them to like follow up on this given that she like does get away um, but that is a pretty serious like deal. Like she definitely, absolutely this causes like a a car crash, and for all we know, it's like potentially deadly. So she's gonna have to deal with the guilt of being like, you know, there was a car crash. We won't know till later if like anything bad happened. But like, yeah. it looked like a pretty bad crash. It was Ooh. head on. Like, you yeah, know. head on. I'm sure the people are fine. Like, no one died. But I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but like. Know. Yeah, it's still bad. It's, Sorry, it's like, bad. We might have to add like the guilt from that to like her conscience. Yeah. Like, I hope not. But, well, this is the first time you know. we're also seeing Rue do some serious shit. Like, this isn't just season one stuff where you're kind of like making bad decisions that are more sloppy, like yeah, teenager right. ones. This is like adult like shit. Like, if you were to go to court, like you're fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So then, at the end of all this, she ends up at the uh, the drug dealer's house, mm-hmm. um, who is just like so menacing and like creepy. Like you know, this lady's just bad news. Like all Fesco around. said, her voice is like it's oddly scary. Oh, yeah, it's so very creepy. unsettling. She's so menacing, and she's like alluded <laughs> multiple times to like trafficking people. She's got a creepy like locked room in her house. She keeps her front door locked. There's all this what symbolism. What do you think's behind with, that locked door? There's so much symbolism with the birds and cages and stuff. Like, you know. <laughs> the most hideous, like, not like Walmart tea that's like, it's a jungle out here. Yeah. I do really <laughs> like her bird wallpaper. And as a, a bird lover, I love that she has all these birds. But having all these birds in cages, I feel like, is very, like. Symbolic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is, like, bad, bad news. Also, Ru's, it was so funny Ru's, how. She... Sure enough, I mean, Rue ends up in a cage. Like... Totally. And she was so, like, monotone. She was, like, in high school, like. I was an addict. I got addicted to Oxycontin because of, like, a, you know, she yeah, just gave her right. a whole kind of, like, background, and you're just like, she is so oh, eerie and weird. Nice. Yeah. I thought for sure uh, Rue was going to end up in that locked room, but not yet, but she still might, and I think, I mean, I think she probably keeps, What like, do you think? Like, women? Girls? I think she probably keeps, like, a trafficked girl in there that she prostitutes out. I think more than one. Guess. Sadly, in a lot of situations. It sounded like there was, like, scratching on that. Yeah. Like, I, given how small that place is, I don't think it could be more Gross. than one. Because she's got to be, like, running prostitution shit out of there. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it is one No, I, No, I think so. Because usually in those Maybe situations... She's got a whole stable. It's really dark, but I, I'm familiar with the stuff just from, like general like true crime research from being a white bitch into true crime no don't put me in that box no <laughs> no you, no you are a no. white girl that is heavily into i true watch crime. a lot of law and order svu and uh-huh. usually when this shit happens they you know because they they don't give a shit about the girls they put them all in like one room like they have really bad living yeah, standards like bunks that's stuff. what i'm saying so it might not just be one there could be like five girls living in there i don't know that'd be tough that place I mean, it would, small. but 
That's true. Hard. What's the bathroom situation? But if like? she's drugging them like she did her, and you know, you don't know. But yeah, I mean, she's definitely trying to get Rue like. Well, she was like, I well, the first time I saw you, like I knew you'd be in my life for a long time. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this is bad. Thing. Okay, so question: Is yes. Rue going to be able to avoid getting like caught and trafficked? And if so, like how? This is where it might get tough. Like, you and I, we have so much trust in Sam. We always do. And he does always perform. Meaning, like, the story I don't think has ever been unrealistic or has, like, let us down in this way yet. Meaning, like, following the drug crime stuff and, like, everything that's going on. I feel like if she's not found, then Sam's failed us. Because this is a small little town. I don't know. This place is not far away. Well, but I think she's still okay. So here's my take. Does that make sense? I'm like, how could they not find her? I think someone this smart and calculated isn't gonna find her. I think she still has a way out. Um, I think it's pretty unlikely. It'll be Fezco. I think it's pretty unlikely, but I think she she does have options out. She so she can't give back the drugs because the drugs are gone. So she can still pay back her debt. Well, she Um, was like, "You still owe me my money. Like this isn't a pawn shop." Right. She can still pay back her debt. So that is possible. Um, so there is, yeah. I think there is a way out of it. But the question is, like, what does she have to do to pay back that debt? Like, outside of being trafficked by this lady. <laughs> Sorry, I know and, we're talking serious, but know. she's also wearing Crocs. <laughs> I know. It uh, <laughs> it does it does seem like maybe like Fezco is gonna have to like have make a decision about coming up with like the money for her or something, and that. Yeah. You know, can get, no, I already have a couple rough. things in my mind. I think a lot of people, as I told you, I know I don't like putting this into the atmosphere universe, but a lot of people have said they think something's bad is going to happen to Ashtray or Fezco. I don't know if it's death, but I think something bad is going to happen because I think she's going to have to lean on Fezco, and Fezco's like family to her, and he cares so much about Rue that he'll do anything for her. I really believe that. So I think he's gonna help her get out of this mess. I mean, the only she's way not she gonna gets come out up with this. that money on her own. The There's only way no she way. gets out of it is paying the debt. And I know, but I'm that saying that means her mom takes out a loan and like pays this off in cash, or Fesco like helps her out. And the pays mom's it not off gonna do that. They don't even have money. Like they live she in has a to tiny tell the house. Mom first. She's a she mom. Even know, nobody even knows that this is out there, which honestly is one of Rue's biggest failings because Rue doesn't know these people won't go after her family. So she yeah, like, owes it true. to them to tell them that they're in danger. But Rue's not, not in the best to. place. She's not really like thinking straight. So no, I don't know I don't if think she'll she's do that. Going to, but I hope she does. The only thing that sucks though is the mom's going to see her arm. And that made me sad because when Rue woke up, she like lifted her arm and you could tell that that was like too far. Not like too far for her, but it was. Like she looked at it like, well, yeah. this isn't good. Because she's never done that before. I know, but she was like, this is not good. Yeah. And what are the effects you were saying, like morphine? I, I'm not like a, you know, I, I know a little bit here and there, but like, is that a type of, is morphine injected like that? Is that a drug where it's almost like heroin? Like once you do it, it's just like. Well, it's the same base ingredient, which is like, you know, poppy, which is like opium, morphine, like So she's going to be hooked. Like we're fucked. And all that heads. stuff is based on like the same, like. Base. Yeah. Um, Damn, I hate that for real. So it's like obviously like highly addictive. Yeah, the bathtub um, scene was really dark. I was freaking out. Yeah, dude. I was. I'm amazed I that to, she. Like, honestly, I'm amazed her. that she got away. I thought this episode was gonna end with her in the locked room. So the fact that she got away at all was it was intense. Insane. I'm glad I she did. I didn't see that coming. Glad she fucking did. Yeah. Also, that guy is a fucking heavy sleeper. The one by the door. I was like, are you kidding me? There's like parrots going off. 
Yeah, it's like, like I'm she's dropping curious, keys. Uh, she's squeaking on the wood with her Converse. I'm like, come on, that guy's still asleep. I'm also curious what movie the lady is watching in this scene, which is something that would be. I'm sure that's easy to find out because it was a much longer clip. Her place is so fucking wild. This whole apartment is crazy. Like, look at her bamboo table. Like, it's really weird. The decor is so bizarre. It's also really unsettling. Like the neon lighting, I hate. Like in the kitchen, God, they have that. Also, I always hate that white lighting. It's yes. so horrible. It's just unsettling. Ugh. If you so, yeah. if you're living with that type of lighting, like swap your bulbs out. Get I know. some like naturalistic, like warm, warm like yellow you lighting. know, incandescent yeah. lighting. It's so much nicer. Also, wow, uh, drug lord lady. A, she's eating a microwave meal, so that's kind of weird because it's like, aren't you making like a lot of money? B, her fridge has way too many magnets. She oh needs to do God, a clean so out. Many magnets. <laughs> she needs to do a clean out on so that fridge. So many magnets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole place though, overall, so dark, so scary, weird. Yeah. Hate it. Hate so her. So she's gonna make her money back one way or another. So we're What's just gonna name, have to wait till next week. We're just gonna call her Janet, the drug dealer. We'll just call her Janet. Janice or Janice. Yeah, Janice. I like Janice. Janice, Janice the drug dealer. Yeah, that's good. Cool. The little squirrel. <laughs> That squirrel statue by the morphine is funny. Yeah, a lot of nice animal close-ups in this episode, including the squirrel morphine. Yeah, but wow, that's a lot. What happens after this? So after that, Rue makes her escape, and she's smart, goes out the window. She escapes the the Elliot Stabler lookalike. Yeah. (laughs) Also a good chance to uh, shout out a movie I really liked from this past year, Titan, if anyone's... uh, seen that that's a great if you okay if you haven't seen titan i recommend it because there's a lot of euphoria crossover really the main character is a like quasi transgender serial killer who's like rekindling some kind of bizarre relationship with her father who's like an aging like bodybuilder fireman type <laughs> meatballs over here uh, he has a hairball yeah poor meatball. oh sweet meatball it's fine you can keep talking um but the the her father looks a lot like this guy he's like kind of like a formerly beefy like white guy and he's using like steroids pretty heavily in the oh in, in the movie, i in was like a new father. yeah this guy really reminds me of that guy but so yeah anyways rue makes her escape which great. is a great escape by the way like honestly she does well yeah because like she does it right and she's smart to be like i need to get the fuck out like immediately she mm-hmm. senses and do you think it's because she's a little not sober but now that she's a little more like on a level that she's used to meaning like she's usually always doing drugs which is almost like her being sober if that makes sense so i feel like she's kind of coming to her rue senses she's like this is not good um i don't know i think she's just uh she still has her limits of things that, like, she she's not completely, like, destitute yet. There are still things she, like, doesn't want. She doesn't want to be, like, trafficked as, like, a prostitute. No. Like, That's not the goal of, like, doing like, drugs. Yeah. She's not, like, zonked enough yet that she's, like, cool with that, like, being her life. Um, so I think she still has, like, <laughs> enough of a motivation to get out of there. Also, just as a visual, Alex just poured me a glass of beer. Mm. literally like poured a tall boy of... we ran out the cook so now we're drinking some mango <laughs> tall Ooh, boy. it does smell good also it's not bad it's easy drinking when you have a hangover Ugh, i know and i can't believe i'm even doing this but bombs up yep so Rue gets out we have a flashback situation right before she gets out um where we see some scenes with her father we see the see the the birth the speech excuse me the speech yeah. she gave at her funeral, father's like little so like rough. thing in their house well also 
I like that. I know it's like a small detail, but I like that Lexi was there right behind her. It kind of once again like shows that Lexi's always been like such a good mm, friend. I didn't notice that. Yeah, nice. in the funeral when she's reading the speech, Lexi's right behind her and is super like looks just very like worried about her. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, the the little girl that plays Rue is so adorable too. Um, you didn't know this, but on social media there were like all these behind the scenes videos of like Zendaya saying like how much she brought light to like really this episode was so horrible and like dark and just depressing mm. to do the little girl was like really fun she had to like help her like that's cute in the bath scene she was like helping her like be okay because that scene where she's kind of laying down she's all in water she was all like freaking out and yeah, Zendaya right. was like making her happy and stuff yep. um but yeah i think it also shows us like it's just like any other story of like an addict right like you always have to kind of look back and realize that they're like so human and they it's like people don't choose this path it can sometimes literally just, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, it can just happen to anyone. Meaning, like, there's no, like, sometimes people love to put labels on that shit. Like, oh, like, of course someone that's, like, rebellious and, like, bad right. at school, like, does drugs. It's like, no, that's not, like, that's not it. Like, well, like, that scary, like, the scary lady said, like, she was just an athlete that got, like, an yeah. injury and, like, didn't even know she was addicted until she ran out. And, like, you know, that happens to plenty of people. You get in car scary. crashes and shit. And in America, they overprescribe the shit out of opiates. So you just get, like, an injury. A lot of the time, it's a car crash. Tons of people get, yep. like, a back injury or a neck injury from a car crash. And, and then they, they get, get all prescribed, these, like, like, oxy or something, and the next thing you know, you're, like, fucking hooked on, like, hardcore opiates. No. Like, that's why America has a, like, insane opiate crisis, like, because they, yeah. I mean, not to go down a rabbit hole, but the companies that make these things, like, push yeah. doctors to overprescribe this stuff hardcore. They did for so long that the whole, like, country became, like, fucking, like, you know, inundated yeah, yeah. with this stuff. Whatever. no it's awful no it's okay like i that's why i brought it up like it's it's something just to note that like i like that they show all these little like flashbacks because it shows that like she is just a normal young girl who lost her fucking dad like that's i just feel like sometimes people and this is just me probably just speaking out of personal experience but like i i feel like a lot of times people just overlook that stuff as like oh well you know they're strong though and they're fine and they're like they're happy now like that was a long time ago and it's like no that shit like stays with you for the rest of your life like when you go through a death or anything like what she went through losing her father like that's some shit that sticks with you and it really doesn't ever leave like i it's depressing to say but like i know that from personal experience so watching her like just be a normal happy cute little girl Mm -hmm. go down this path it's really sad it just like makes you like like you just want to give her like the most giant hug like I, zendaya posted before this episode yeah. i told you like a whole little really cute message just saying yeah. like i hope that everyone like really like gives rue like a big hug tonight like she needs it before you like judge her actions because it is really quick to be like fuck rue for like hurting jewels and like her parents and like right. her family but it's like but at the end of the day like when you're an addict like that stuff all goes out the door and they're not even really themselves it's like out of human yeah out of right. body i experience. mean it's pretty clear in this episode that she's just like literally down to do fucking rock anything bottom. to get the drug below like, rock bottom i would say absolutely anything like you know yeah so. but anyways i just yeah the oh. funeral scenes were very very hard for me to watch that yeah. that was just very sad i mean Yep. it's just not you don't wish that upon anyone and for her character and to see that and to see where she is now i only wish the best for our little rue it's sad i just oh, i hate it 
Yeah. And not just for Rue. Let's not forget. Not just Rue. Her family. Gia. Oh, her yeah. mom. I and mean, it fucks them all. It's up. easy to be like, oh, like, you know, you only want the best for Rue. But yeah, then you're right. like, how can they have what about her family? Life, like, when this is, like, going on. Like, yeah. And, like, can't. I know you were, like, saying, yeah, it is weird that that part when, like, the mom was like, Gia, like, can you please help look for your sister? She's, like, on her phone, like, on Instagram. But you have to remember, like, she's so, like, tired of this. She's exhausted. Like, this happens all the time. If you're a sibling, meaning I've, like, known addicts in my life, and when they're just repeating this behavior over and over again, you do kind of sadly get, like... Jaded to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as shocking anymore. You're just like, well, of course they ran away. Or, like, of course they're not... It's... Yeah. And you're also kind of selfish. Like, Gia, you see all the time, she doesn't ever get... It's really sad, but, like... She doesn't get a lot of, like, attention from her mom because her mom's always having to worry about Rue. And, like, you can tell she's just kind of, like, the forgotten, like, space in the family. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, mistreated by Rue. She's not really paid attention to by her mom. So it's, like, of course in those moments she's a little, like, really? I don't care anymore. Yeah, like I mean, uh, Tio and Tamara were being dicks to her all the time. Yes. Like, where are they? they where are a, the twins? They have yet to show up in this season. <laughs> Come on. Where are McKay's brothers? Where are the McKay brothers? That was brought up in the McKay tweet, the trending tweet. I, like, posted on our Insta story, and so many people were like, what about the brothers? And I was like, you're right. Like, what about the brothers? What about the weird twin brothers? They were interesting side characters. I wouldn't mind if they showed up again. I know. They're still in high school with them. They could still be a part of this. I don't think they will, though. Come on. Give them some, like, background scenes. Like, at least, like, BB's still in it. Like, they could have that. They could be there. I know. We could have used some more BB. I, I was one thing I so didn't we say last use week. More BB shit. I know, but I didn't like. They never showed her once in the hot tub. I was like, BB would be so comedic and funny in this scene, and they didn't show her once. <sighs> They're. Uh, Did you yeah. notice that though? I agree. They're not recognizing what like comedy goal. Like I don't need BB's is. backstory. That's not what I'm saying. I don't need to know no. like BB's life. She just needs but to I be a bigger, like, side character. Yes. They could expand her role yes. as a side character and just give her more screen time because she's fucking fun. Rather her than Ethan. Or really, I don't, I don't know. Ethan's going to be out next week anyways. We can, we can tell. tell from the preview. The sneak peek. All right, so there we yeah, go. Sorry, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, right. I could go on and on. Usually we do superlatives at this point, but this week... We mutually decided This whole no. episode is basically just rerunning. There was hardly any music <laughs> that wasn't like Euphoria music in yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and there's hardly anybody in it but Rue. It was very labyrinthine. Everyone else's appearances are just like minor, you know, so... Yeah. I don't know. Not much to say. The only thing I'll mention on that front is uh, I thought Kat looked good in this episode. She was kind of back to what I was talking about earlier, kind of like a 90s like Gen X vibe where I'm like, yep. that works for her and she should be embracing that. And she kind of was in this episode with Same. the leopard print and the hair and stuff. And the blue eyeliner looked cool. Yeah, I was about it. So I was like, that's like definitely like the look for Kat. Like, also, you know so what? We said we weren't going to do superlatives, but I will throw out Bam episode as Jules for having the courage to do a really hard thing when is as a lover, mm-hmm. a friend, a family member, whatever it may be, to have someone's back like that and have yeah. to tell on them so that you know they'll be safe. Well, it shows that Jules really loves, loves Rue, Rue. Because if you love someone, you're not thinking about yourself and your relationship with them. You're thinking about what's literally best for them, which is Rue needs, like, to yeah. live and to go to rehab and shit. Like, so, Bay of the episode is Jules, and that's yeah, where we'll leave it. I'll agree with that. I mean, I guess Class Clown's probably, like, what, Miss Howard? Like, yeah, Miss Howard. <laughs> probably. I think that's it. There, yeah. wasn't, there weren't many funny moments. Not Other than Maddie saying she was going to get violent, that was funny. Yeah, right. Not a lot else going on, but no. I figured I'd call out 
cat because uh in season one i was pretty harsh on her her style but it's been a lot better in season two and i think yeah. that like the, i think this like kind of look like really works for her when they like do it right so i uh, i appreciate that they found a, a vibe for her that's kind of like working totally well to be fair too like cat her character was going through so much in season one that she wasn't really being herself yeah also true so mm-hmm. we can't give her too much flack yeah, but on yeah, that yeah. note... No, the Ghost World vibe is good for her. On that note, I'm going to pull up our Change Our Minds, bitch. Yeah, Change Our Minds, bitch. From last episode, we had a couple entries. Let's see what mm. we have here. What do we got? I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to read them to you, and you're going to tell me. Okay. So we got one submission that says, I am not unconvinced that Elliot didn't take the bathroom drugs so that he would be able to get it up later. <laughs> Elliot is nothing but a horrible friend. Mm. Okay. Or no, I'm sorry. Elliot is, if nothing, a horrible friend. Mm. So I think what they're pointing out is you and I last episode were discussing, I was joking and saying, why do you think Elliot didn't take that line of drugs that we left him in the bathroom? And you were like, because he was like trying to be cool with Jules. And also like, he was like, Rue's taking it kind of far. Yep. I'm just trying to have like a chill night. Yeah, I think in this case... this. But they're not wrong in that moment. I, I don't no. disagree. I'm I like... think this episode vindicates us in this instance and proves us right that he is somewhat of a good friend. Yes. And, and that he his motives, while suspect uh, many times, um, at least more recently, his motives have been in the better interest of like both Rue and Jules. Like being honest with Jules and being part of like the situation with Rue um so yeah disagree i do think uh disagree i don't think his motives agreed maybe a couple episodes ago (laughs) yeah and i don't think we can say at this point that he's like a bad friend whether i like it or not i think he uh is not like complete shit and has been a pretty good friend at least in the last two episodes so agreed disagree on that okay we had a another submission as much as Rue is manipulating Gia into allowing her to do drugs, Rue has spoken about how sobriety does bring on suicidal ideation in previous episodes. So I do think that that stems from truth. Not saying that it's right, but there is truth in that scene. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. was me kind of saying, I felt that in that moment Rue was manipulating Gia, just kind of throwing out suicide as like a... Like, I know that sounds bad and low. I'm not, like, trying to, like, call Rue out for being, like, a bad person. But I think, like we just said about this episode, when you're that, when you're almost, like, hitting rock bottom, you'll kind of just say anything to, like... Yeah, right. To make people feel bad for you, to trigger any sort of, like, emotion. I think this episode uh, also proves this person right and not us. And that yeah. there is like truth. <laughs> wrong again, us. <laughs> no, not wrong again. We were right on the last one. I know, one. I'm Come kidding, on. I'm kidding. Uh, I, think, uh, I think they're probably right on this one. I mean, it, I think it was being used manipulatively at that time, but I agree that with this person that there is truth behind yes. that. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Mind changed. Good work. The last one. Elliot's room, while it may be kind of lame to an adult, it is 100% accurate to what an artsy teacher with freedom to write on their walls would do. Okay, here's the thing about this one. I never said that that's not what an artsy team would have. I just said it was fucking stupid. Yeah, it didn't say it was unrealistic. Uh, just that it was dumb. And but we, also, Alex you know. and I just, like, stuff like that, we're automatically going to roll our eyes to because we hate, like, Alex and I are not fans of, like, live laugh love like you're like <laughs> i don't think he was writing live laugh love okay but it so might that's... as well be it's just written in another way that's like oh i'm so artsy and like hipster it's you might as well just write live laugh love yeah 
You know what I mean, though. It's, like, cheesy. It's just dumb. Yes, I I do know what you mean. I mean, at the end of the day, like, my... It's take, so minor, My take on this is, like, I was picking it out to, like, <laughs> have an easy target to rip on Elliot for, because I was highly, yes. like anti-Elliot at the time. Um, but you and I, okay. Of course, this but is paint what the scene. Look, if like... you and I were at a house party and we walked into a room and you and I were drinking and we saw that, you and I would immediately to each other start being like, oh my god. Yes, but also he is like, <laughs> you know, he's a, basically like a As child. As we have a frame of like a cat above our bed. Our, yeah, that's a uh, not just a cat. I shouldn't have said it like that. Our yeah, cat. not a cat. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like, I'm not like, yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, he's a child at the time. Like, I'm like... It's fine. A little more forgiving of it. I Of course it's lame. But also like, to, uh, for context... I always hated everyone that I went to high school with. So, like, yeah. it's normal teen shit. So, like, okay and forgivable. Like, that's just classic, like, artsy teenager, like, angsty shit. But I always hated people like that, even when I was, like, a teenager. I get it. So, it's, like, definitely uh, consistent and within character for yes. me to find that, like, ugh, like, come totally. on, gross. Like, and it's all in good fun. It's, like, you know, there are cool people, like, I will say, like, think of me in high school are you kidding me my aim away message was like <laughs> i was like really sad i'd set my away message as the fix you lyrics from Coldplay. oh man <laughs> yeah see i would have been like so like so, like, so i'm like it's normal lame. like like the per like the fan that wrote in yes like that's normal like teenagers in high school are gonna be like not inaccurate yeah not inaccurate but yeah just kind of but lame. it's still stupid and i still <laughs> <Yeah>. like it <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. You. I don't know if anyone changed our minds. No, the I just changed on the <laughs> changed my mind on the suicide thing. Yes, I was too. I thought that was pure manipulation at the time, and now I believe that it was being used manipulatively, but that there was a lot of truth to it. She said intent. over three different times in this episode right, I think that there she was, was suicidal. Genuine, like truth and intent behind it. So my mind's changed on that. So you were right. Also, on a very like. Very, 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 very serious note. I linked in our Instagram the same thing that HBO always does, which are resources. If you know anyone or are having thoughts like rooted in this episode, I think it's important on this podcast. Like, we like to have fun and like joke around, but this episode showed a lot of really serious shit. And this is another, yet another reason I love Euphoria is it's real, it's raw, it's not always the most comfortable to watch, but. Uh, there's a lot of shit that happens in real life that's not comfortable yep. and for real if you need any of those resources they're on our instagram so just wanted to point that out nice because this was like a very deep dark yeah, cheers episode. to that <laughs> well cheers to resources it Let's is drink important. Some alcohol. <laughs> cheers to therapy cheers just to kidding. all the things yeah, it's no, important I'm, I'm pro but yeah like on, that was nice. my one serious note Classy. for the podcast because i know that we it's hard because euphoria is such a fun comedic exciting show but like we said in the beginning it's so silly that dare even said that like they glamorize this shit if anything this episode shows that like real life can be fucking scary dark and hard yeah. well also it evolves over time you know what season one was is not what season two is and exactly i'm sure season three will be something else so it's hard to like just classify it as you one can't. thing or another like no, you, know, you can't I think put a season label on one, it. you you have more of an argument to say yes. something was 
glamorized or whatever because there's more like casual drug use amongst the side characters in season one in season two we haven't really seen any of that like you know no there's no like oh we're gonna do molly like yeah just for fun characters that type of stuff that's not really like happening much no 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 so you know we don't have jewels at some rave like we don't have cassie no fair at least not yet so well next week i'm just i don't know i'm like shaking in my boots like i don't know what to expect <laughs> you don't have boots on well maddie has a gun she's got the disc like there's a lot that's gonna happen we don't know for sure that maddie <laughs> has a gun well but she they might make it look she that might they've been deceptive in their advertising but they, they always definitely are. make it look like maddie has a gun okay well we'll see who knows but i'm Somebody's excited for next week and I will say this, this season is fucking, it's slapping. This is a good fucking season. I like it way better than season one. It's so good. So far. It's so, so good. Oh, one more Not note. My taste. One thing we can cheers to on the <laughs> end of this. No, this is important. This is something to celebrate. On a happier note to end, we got renewed for season three. Well, yeah, Euphoria did. <laughs> Well, that means we, we did. That means we <laughs> yeah, did. True. Yeah, no, okay. I'm saying not yes, we. Yes, I'm yes. saying we as a community. Euphoria yes. has been renewed, which means right. that's so euphoric. It's absolutely that's renewed. True, true, true. Cheers. Yep. Okay. To Euphoria cool. season three. All right. Well, should we cheer? Should we wrap it up? Should we? I think we should. Do you have anything else you want to drop no, in to the fans? That's it. Yeah, everyone. Just thank you Tell so me much what for your support. That's all. Yeah, and thank you for your support. Our listens have been like insane yeah loved meeting some fans out in irl yes, in the, in the wild world well i didn't get to meet fans them, in the wild you didn't i imagine I did. it was nice so. it was nice and you got That's you cool. actually have gotten a lot of twitter shout outs this week like it's just been really nice hey. we feel the love we yeah, feel the love so. But yes, I think we can cheers on that and say that's so fucking euphoric. We'll see you 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 next Tuesday, Tuesday, bitches. Like today's episode? Great. We love that for you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.